Welcome back to episode two of the Merge Feast. My name is Blake Hogmo, and I'm here with Logan Hogmo and Brandon Johnson. Guys, what did you think of this episode? I, once again, loved this episode of Survivor. For the second week in a row, 90 minutes is really paying off. The first thing that stood out to me was they brought the theme song back, the introductions to the players. That's something that we haven't seen since season 40, and it was one of those things that I never understood why they got rid of it. But it's back now. It's a fun part of the show. And to be really nerdy, I kind of got chills when it started playing. Loved seeing that. And along with the 90-minute episodes, I loved that we kind of got to see a lot of the tribe dynamics more than we typically would in previous seasons. I feel like in previous seasons, we would get to see a lot of the tribe that's not doing well or going to tribal and the tribes that are successful uh we wouldn't really hear that much about until we got to the merge so it's kind of cool that we have a pretty good idea of what's going on in all three tribes camp this time around and i'm just really excited to see what happens in the next few episodes with everything that we've learned so far what stood out to you logan yeah like you said one obviously the last couple seasons they haven't done those intros and all of that I knew I missed it, but I didn't realize how much I actually really enjoy those. The that kind of took me back to when I was growing up and like watching it. I don't know. It just made me kind of think back to uh, obviously several years ago, and glad those are back. Um, and ninety minutes, phenomenal. I hope they don't ever go back to just sixty minutes. Um, I think the amount of content from, like you said, tribe to tribe, and not just focusing on the one tribe that's uh, kind of struggling or on the bottom. Um, I think getting an insight to everybody really elevates the show and um, is a great thing. And so I, I thought it was a great episode and obviously a lot happened. So I'm excited to kind of dive into it. And all. what about you, Blake? I, I think the 90 minute episodes are going to be a common high point for this season. Um, like you said, I hope they never go back to it because you just get to see so much more of the players, um, their stories, the dynamic. Um, you get to see the the tribe that's not doing well, the tribe that is doing well. Um, like you both said, it, it it's fantastic. Um, the uh, the big thing that stood out to me the show, and I'm sure we can dive into it a little more, but um, almost a totally different reaction from me regarding Emily. I was ready to kick her out last episode and I could not believe they cast her other than the fact of like, she's just there to spice things up. Um, but I found myself like growing to actually really like the girl by the end of the episode. And I think kudos to survivor for um, being able to, contrast the different parts of her and and to show that um and kudos to her for kind of being more than a one-dimensional player so i'm curious to see what you guys think of her this episode yeah i mean i i thought the uh there's a couple moments in the show where i was like really starting to like her and kind of gain that and then there's a couple moments i'm like it's it's Emily, <laughs> but um, no, I, I I do I do agree. I think towards the end of the episode, I was like, okay, she's not as bad as I was thinking she was. But 
Yeah, for me, at the beginning of the episode, they were still kind of showing the tension between Emily and Sabaya. And I was, it just kind of felt like, you know, Emily just, she's obviously going to get voted out. And then it, it seemed to change whenever Caleb pulled her aside and was like, hey, look, you are playing this game all wrong from a social standpoint and you're not going to be here very long. So here's the things I want to help you. Uh, here's the things that you need to do to last on this tribe. And the fact that she was receptive to that and you actually seem to kind of see her turn over a, a new leaf uh, was refreshing to see because I was I was not ready to have to deal with her for an entire season. But if this is how she's going to be as a team player and not somebody kind of alienating herself and just being negative the entire time, then, you know, I'm happy to see, you know, what her story ends up being. For sure. And kudos to Caleb. That's, I don't think that's an easy thing to do to have that conversation with somebody on, Hey, I don't really get along with you, but here's how I want to help you out. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think we got to see, a lot of cool things about Caleb and it made me like him that much more uh, than I already did. Yeah. I think it was smart for him to almost take her under his wing and like kind of coach her along. Obviously they're both still trying to figure it out and all, but um, like you said, Brandon, her being receptive to it and actually kind of working on it was really cool to see. And I think long-term for Caleb, it's going to be a really positive thing because I think she'll look back and say, you helped me get farther in this game. And so I think she will be loyal to him. And I think that's really going to help um, further down the road. Well, in a weird way, it kind of reminded me of last season with Jam Jam and Carolyn. How Carolyn wasn't unlikable, but she was just kind of weird and the odd one out. And, um, and then the times that Jam Jam would help Carson or help whoever and just like kind of almost put his game aside. Um, so not the exact same, but it gave me flashbacks to that. And I'm like, I'm really, really interested to see how eight episodes in, 10 episodes in, how those two are, because it could be kind of a cool pairing. Yeah, really, it could work out. I know it's going to be one of those things that we're just going to kind of have to take it day by day, literally, because I'm, I think, you know, the the majority seems to be Caleb, Sabaya, and Sean, and I don't think that Sabaya is convinced that Emily will stay loyal. Uh, I know that Emily gave her shot in the dark as a gesture of loyalty, and we're good, but, you know, they're down to four now, so, you know, if Lulu, if it comes down to it, like it <laughs> Emily might still be the odd one out anyway. And did we see, did Sabaya give the shot in the dark back? Or do you think they'll show that next episode? I would hope they would show it, but they I don't think they that anything was shown or um, anything like that, unless I missed it. I, I, I either missed it or they didn't show it. So um, the other thing I was going to say, I like seeing all the tribes. I, I think we all mentioned that getting to see the dynamics of every tribe so far lulu and reba 
the yellow and the red tribe are my two favorites. The the blue tribe for me has a little bit going on, but um, it's just to me not as exciting, not as um, I'm just more interested in in Lulu and Reba at the moment. Yeah, uh, I mean Lulu is obviously a mess so we're spending a lot of time there reba you have now you have two advantages going and you just have a lot of good personalities going on in that tribe bello is still it still kind of seems like they're trying to figure it out five days into the game they've got you know fun uncle bruce just having <laughs> a good time and just constantly doing the robot and katura being completely unsure of what is going on with him you have kind of a girls alliance slash guys alliance going on uh that will be interesting to play out but yeah i i kind of with you there reba seems like a fun tribe and they seem like a cohesive tribe you know drew comes back from the summit and they're hiding from him and surprise him and are rubbing his head i'm with him i don't know what that meant but they did it yeah what do you uh what did you guys think of the excursion or the um the mount the little boat getaway that they the three had to do well first of all bruce getting in the boat and then doing the robot and then playing peekaboo with the tribe like hiding under the boat <laughs> the whole thing was just weird like it's not just uncle bruce it's weird <laughs> yeah. uncle bruce. um but i don't know i i drew was kind of my my standout person last episode just i thought i'm gonna really like him and even more so this episode. Um, I thought it was kind of cool that he took, he just happened to be standing in the middle of the two, um, Brandon and Bruce, but he kind of started the conversation and maybe there was more to it, but from what we saw, it was him asking them how their tribes were. And I didn't really see him give up much information, which I thought was really smart and strategic um maybe he did and we just didn't see it but uh, i thought that was really really smart of drew yeah i thought i thought yeah so far he's a standout player i mean he has like in his words took that as a networking opportunity and you know took a chance to see if there was any uh potential partners if they're all there at the merge he's kind of also building that in his tribe as well but back to the summit, it was kind of a classic new era summit. We're going to go here. There's a risk or reward and did a puzzle. And Brandon, the self-proclaimed uh, puzzle guru, once again, just coming up short, coming up empty. You know, 20 minutes before that, he's giving Sabaya the beware advantage because he doesn't want to risk losing his vote and then risks losing his vote anyway and fails. This guy is just a mess. See, and, and up until this point, I was so high on Brandon because I thought, man, after last week where he was almost ready to quit as well, I thought, man, this guy needs some wins. So he finds the the idol or the beware advantage. And okay, uh, different of opinions on, I, I think, Brandon, you even said you weren't sure if you would take the beware advantage. And Logan and I probably would. So cool. Like, no, no big deal there. Um, glad he found it, and then he gets here. I'm like, all right, he's gonna crush this puzzle. This puzzle seems really like fairly easy. You just gotta work quick, 
And then he fails it again. I'm like, man, this guy cannot catch a break. Definitely needed a win, but uh, I don't think he could have hit water if he would have fell out of the boat. I mean, <laughs> he just wasn't having anything going for him. So I, I hated it for him because, like you said, I think there was some part of me that liked him. I was like, okay, he's going to get going. He's going to kind of figure some stuff out. But at the end of the day, I mean, it is what it is. Um, to kind of touch on Drew, like you guys were saying, obviously a, a standout player. Um, I don't know if it was just me, but I felt like maybe he's just more strategic than other people so far. Um, I feel like he's almost, maybe he's just been talking about it more, but I almost feel like he's playing chess when other people are playing checkers. Um, thinking five steps ahead and kind of laying that out. I, maybe he just talks about it better than other people, but I think he, uh, I think he could be a powerhouse this year. That always worries me though, when it's so early, because there is something to be said about playing too hard, too quick. However, with survivor being now 26 days instead of 39, you have to play a little quicker. I, I just hope drew, doesn't get too crazy and out there um, and play too hard to get himself into trouble. Yeah, I think I think that's fair to say. And so far, I don't think he has been doing that. Like you said, I just hope he doesn't. But yeah, what do you guys think of his plan coming back from the summit to just straight up tell his tribe, this is what happened. This is what I got. Here it is. And let, uh, let's talk about what he got, because I don't think we we said that. Um, he got the blanking on the name. Safety without power. So he said you can leave tribal council right before the vote. So you cannot vote, but you also cannot be voted out of the game. And the last time that it can be played is when there are 10 people left. Which, that's a pretty solid advantage. I uh, I think him coming back and doing what he did, um, I feel like a lot of people in this day of Survivor obviously are expecting this whenever they have the one person go off or whatever. I think a lot of people are they're either coming back with an advantage or they risk their vote. And so, I don't know. I think him being honest especially with that team not kind of having issues and them being all kumbaya i think was smart on his part to build trust and then maybe pinpoint a few people who he wanted to work with i mean at that point i think it was was it austin that was like okay he's got an advantage now i'm gonna go talk to him and tell him i have an advantage and they kind of work together so being open i think was an invitation for other people other people to be open with him and that uh, is a way that he maybe builds some of his alliances. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I hope people don't see him as, as a big target now. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was trying to think of what I would do in that situation. And, and I would love to think that I'm a good enough liar to get away with making something up or saying that I didn't get anything. But knowing in the back of your head that eh, people don't believe me. Um, so I don't think it's a bad move by any means, but I don't know that, I don't know that there is a right move. And so I'll be curious to see how he navigates that over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I think, I think uh, if you're going to lie, 
in that situation, you just have to come back and say, I risked my vote and I don't have a vote tonight. Because you've seen people come back and lie and tell some story that people see right through. So I think, you know, him going and just telling everybody the truth to exactly what happened is him saying, hey, I can be loyal to you or I'll, I'll be loyal to you. You can be loyal to me. And as you said, that opened up a door for Austin to to uh, tell Drew, hey, I also have this thing. And what's the most important thing in Survivor? It's trust. So now you have two guys that are like, OK, we're good, along with Drew and Austin D and Julie, there's kind of a foursome in the Reba tribe that is formed. I, I like that alliance. Uh, it's really the first one that has been talked about a whole lot, um, really almost solidified and highlighted. Um, and this is jumping way ahead, but looking at teasers for next week, looks like that may be starting to crumble a little bit. So uh, I'm very curious to see how they they navigate this yeah it definitely looked like drew was up to something secret that uh i was a d that caught him <laughs> um so mm -hmm. yeah and was it on that tribe or was it the blue tribe uh, this is a totally taking a left turn but who was the girl with the really long was toes d. <laughs> that yeah. was d Man, yeah, you know, I started looking at my there. toes. And I was like, "Wait, are my, my toes are long? Is that how mine are?" And then I was like, "No, that's not it. Like something's something's going on there." <laughs> that's like a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird, like that was. But that's that tribe. They're just chilling, having fun. They don't have to think about yeah voting anybody out yet. So they're just. <laughs> hanging out and those are like moments like those i think are moments that we wouldn't have seen in the 60 minutes that i absolutely love seeing 100 percent. what uh let's talk about searching for idols for a minute um i know it kind of kicked off with emily searching for idols and the rest of lulu wanting her to not find it obviously um and that's kind of when Caleb took her aside and had the conversation with her. But I'm curious what you guys would do, because I feel like every season and every tribe, there's a different strategy. People will go out and search for it on their own, or they'll say, let's go in pairs or let's go as a group. What's your guy, like, what would you guys do? Would you try and be secretive about it or just say, hey, let's just let's all go now? I think it depends on where you stand with your tribe. If you're on the outs, you're just probably going to be paranoid and frantic, and you're probably going to go and try and be secretive about it. But if you're in a situation like Caleb, where he's in a pretty good spot, I would, I think it's safe to be like, hey, guys, let's go. We know there's an idol on the island. There's something on the island. Let's just go find it. I think that's the safest way to do it because it doesn't put a target on you. Because you're not doing anything secretive. You're being completely open about what you want to do and you're getting it to be kind of a group activity. And if you go out as a group and you find it by yourself, you could either share that with the group that you found it or you could just put it in your pocket and then just continue to look like you never found it. So I think doing it as a group is 
the safe way to do it. I would agree. I think the safest, like you said, the safest way to do it as the group. And then hopefully, obviously other people around searching with you, but hopefully you're able to find it and hide it and it be a solo thing. Um, but typically I feel like if they are going out and searching like a group as a group, um, it almost seems like the um, alliances are kind of huddled around each other and like kind of searching in the same area in a way. And so they're around each other when they find it. So trying to be strategic in that sense of things, but one way or the other, I feel like it's survivor. So you've got to go look for the idol. I was going to say, I think the only right answer is you have to look for an idol. I think it's so foolish not whether to. you do it for sure. Whether you do it in secret or do it as a group, you've got to go look for it. And I think it's just silly not to. Um, the other thing I think we learned last year, because yeah, unless I'm mistaken, Carolyn did an incredible job of not really sharing her idols or advantages with anybody. And she may have at some point, but she kept those pretty close to her chest. And that worked out really well for her. And I'm always shocked how more people don't do that. And I know they use it to build trust with other players, but it very rarely, or very rarely does it not come back to bite them, I feel like. Somebody will tell somebody, and now everybody knows. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see how that... I don't know. I also feel like Survivor, people will learn from like two seasons ago because they filmed them so close together. I don't feel like, I feel like this one was being filmed as the other one was airing. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. And I thought that too, but it kind of seemed like everybody recognized Bruce. Of course, I guess no. He would be okay. Never mind. He would be the forty-three, forty-four group. That's why. Okay. So no, I guess Bruce was in forty-four though. Yeah, he was Survivor forty-four. So forty-five and forty-six are filmed together. I think. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I think going back to the whole idols and. Using them as trust, I th I've also I think we've also seen it more and more used as a deterrent for like maybe votes of saying I've got an idol, I will use it if I have to. Where I feel like it used to be more of a you keep it close to your chest type thing, and then if you are thinking you're getting votes or that's the way it's looking, you're using that rather than using it as a deterrent. Like you said, I think holding them to your chest almost typically works out better i mean how far did carolyn get with that one that nobody knew about until she told carson or jam jam so keeping those close to the chest i think is but that might also kind of depend in your spot in the in the tribe and where you're at socially i guess too i it really could go either way because i was thinking about drew's uh safety without power advantage and obviously it's not an idol but it's definitely something that if things turned people could use that against him and just, you know because it essentially is an idol without it actually being one but 
you know, they could make him feel good going into a tribal that they want to get him out at. And they know he has this and they know he has, you know, X amount of days left to use it. Or vice versa. They make him feel very uncomfortable because they don't want him to vote with the person they're trying to get out. Like you could use that a handful of different ways. So I don't know. I, I'm, I like that advantage, but I'll be curious to see how every everyone plays it, not just Drew. And then let's talk about Sabaya's advantage or her idol encased in wax. Very cool. Brilliant. Something something new and something different. When that when I saw that I was like, Oh, that's cool. And then like it took me a solid five seconds. I'm not ashamed to admit it. For it to click like Oh wait, they don't have fire. They can't. They can't melt the wax until they ha- they win something. Oh, like I thought it was awesome and a cool little twist to the game. Yeah, I would agree. And it didn't. Like I, I realized they didn't have fire, but then a few seconds after it was encased in wax, they don't have fire. My brain almost went to other teams that obviously have fire and once they get this if it's the same thing encoded in wax my brain went to oh my gosh this is going to add another level to they can't just open something up and they've got the idol they've got to do something else to get that idol and in this case you're melting wax so that wax is going to be on the ground so doing it around the camp is going to be really hard because you have a wax sitting there unless you can get it all out it's probably going to take a while but then also does somebody try and go make a fire on their own so they can do it somewhere else? Or what? what's that going to look like? Well, And I, I also like, too, that uh, both of the beware advantages that were found are different. Um, meaning, like, the the steps to do them are different. So one was the map that... Um, Tobias was the map where she, like, held the piece of paper over it and it showed her what tree to go to and then the wax but then Austin's was like now he's got to dig for something and I'll be curious to see what the twist is once he digs it up didn't uh, didn't Austin have he had the one that had the like strip of paper was that somebody else that I'm thinking of yeah yeah yeah. so that the strip of paper on the um on the like the flag the flag and then that told him to dig in the certain area. So I wonder if he'll have anything else to do after that certain area or if once he gets that and digs it up. I think he'll have the wax in there. Yeah, I'll be curious to see if everybody has the wax or if just some people do. Maybe it maybe it worked out really well because Lulu doesn't have fire and that's like how awesome is it that they were the first ones to find that and to need it for the um for the idol like that just that's <laughs> awesome the way it worked out and if yeah. everybody has the wax then cool because the rest of them have fire but it is kind of ironic that they were the ones that found it first and need it and they were the ones that can't it's uh either everybody has the same or the producers are really cruel and we're like hey wouldn't it be hilarious if we gave them something they had to burn to get to the idol? But I feel like they all three have 
wax it, they're going to have to burn at some point. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. The uh, whole like piece of paper, obviously he had that and knew he had to go look there. But did you guys catch J. Maya looking at those beforehand? I thought that was uh, kind of cool. Yeah, she seems like a sharp girl. Yeah, definitely, definitely understanding the game that she's playing and knowing just based off of prior seasons that everything might be something and she sees these symbols or whatever on her flag and she's just like, oh, that's got to be something. But so she just goes and tries to decode it and then is now putting two and two together that, oh, there's probably something out there that I need to go find that will help me understand this. And no, unfortunately for her, like we've already said, Austin already has that. So she's out of luck. Is there anything else that stood out to you guys before the uh, the challenge? I don't think so. That's that's kind of where my mind goes to next is that immunity challenge. Yeah. No, I didn't have anything else either. Um, challenge. Hey, they brought they made a new puzzle finally for the challenge. For years, they had had the same puzzles, just kind of recycled throughout the show. And I'm almost wondering if. Carson from last season, his 3D printing that he was doing made them make the decision to create some new puzzles. I think so as well. Yeah, he even said, he's like, no new puzzles here. Nobody knows them. So uh, yeah, Carson, I think, forced Survivor's hand there, which is good. You know, it's 45 seasons. I think you can make something new every now and then. But this challenge kind of came down to the wire between Bello and Reba Tribe. Yeah, and I mean, let's just cut to the chase. Brandon did horrible. I don't think he got a single trying to see him. No, he didn't. And looking at him or watching him trying to fit that piece in and the design was totally sideways. Like you, you may not have ever put together a jigsaw puzzle before. (laughs) Yeah, he definitely... It was kind of frustrating to watch because he wasn't using any sort of he wasn't using any sort of method or making any kind of educated guesses on the pieces. He was just like trying to jam pieces together. And even Sabaya was like, dude, what are you doing? Just we're, we're trying to win a challenge here and you're just kind of I think his anxiety and panic just kind of took over him again, unfortunately. And, you know, for the second time this episode and third time this season, he can't do a puzzle and has shown just almost no value to his tribe outside of he's a cool guy. Yeah, I guess he uh, he was thinking he was better at puzzles than he really was because, like you said, like clearly not looking at the shapes or the colors and the pieces and was just throwing stuff up there. Um, I thought up into the puzzle point, I feel like the teams were all fairly even. Obviously, um, Lulu a little bit behind, but getting up to the puzzles, I thought it was cool that it seemed like all the teams were, the other teams were fairly, fairly even with each other. When I think Bello came in, I think they were to the puzzle last, weren't they? And then they, they came back or was it Reba that came back? Uh, Bello was the last one to the puzzle. Okay. Bello took second. That's right. So yeah, it was between Reba and Bellows, literally down to the last piece. But can we talk about that fall that Kendra took on the balance beam? 
Ooh. My goodness. Yeah. I don't I know how she got back. Well, I guess she didn't get back up right away, but swimming through the water, give it a second to kind of just clear out, like the pain to go away. But that looked like it hurt. And it was on, right on the meat of the thigh, too, where, oh, for sure. The other change that they made that I really like is that there's no more sitting out on back to back challenges. Uh, I forget what season it was, but there was like one girl that was always sitting out every single challenge and i don't i don't remember when that changed but in my head it was always you can't sit out in back-to-back challenges but at some point they must have lifted that and i i love that that's back yeah uh i know sandra two-time winner sandra was famous for not playing challenges and she would sit out all the time and uh yeah, I thought that that was always the rule that you couldn't sit out back to back, but I guess you could if there was a tribal council in between the challenges was my understanding. Gotcha. So yeah, making it to where, you know, everybody has to play a challenge at some point and you can't just you know, leave your liability sitting on the bench. I, that's that's a great change because I mean for me why even go out there if you're not gonna play the challenge for sure for yeah sure. and I think it makes I think it makes the challenges maybe more uh, like uh, less um, predictable um, if there's one team that is they have five people and one person has to sit out and the four of those five are just great at challenges they've got two strong people two brain people or whatever and it works out they're just going to dominate every single one so making it where maybe some team may have more of a liability rather than all strong people one week and kind of mixes things up there so i i, I like that one disappointment that i've had so far that i, I hope changes um not a huge disappointment but with 90 minute episodes i really wish that there was a I wish there were two challenges, a reward challenge and then an immunity challenge. Even if it's a small challenge for a small reward, I like seeing more of those things. And it feels like the challenges are just becoming bigger and more elaborate and then giving more time for like talking to the players at, at camp. But I, I like more challenges. Um, I don't know what you guys think of that. Yeah, I think that unfortunately the 20 dropping from 39 days to 26 days is That's the main true. reason why That's true. they've combined the challenges because there's just less time to to do it. That's my guess. That's true. I forgot about that. I am with you. I do like the more challenges and like the reward challenges. One that like always stuck out to me that I always kind of miss seeing is the the auction. Um, and like the old school hey. days, like spoiler alert, I'm fairly certain it's going to make an appearance this season. Boom. Um, that was one that I was like, man, that is a great challenge. It's just fun to watch. And if that is the case that they're bringing it back, that uh, that makes me super excited. Me too. Uh, I always love that challenge. I think they took it away. I don't remember who, but I think somebody broke it. So 
they were just like, well, okay, we're not going to do this anymore. But yeah, rumors are it's coming back. I want to take a step back real quick. <laughs> I loved the little clip of Sifu where he's talking about how he used to punch trees when he was young. <laughs> and then he was just like karate chopping with the the machete and then the tree like broke off and hit him in the face and it just <laughs> that guy is a character and i hope people end up loving him because i think it'll be really fun to see him and uh once the merge happens but oh man a great like two minute clip there when you could hear somebody in the background go you okay <laughs> When the tree branch hit him in the face. <laughs> oh, that was gold. Yeah. He, he's just, he's he's making the most of it and love to see it. So I hope he goes on a run just for the sake of his character. For sure. Just before Tribal, team's talking. Um, after the challenge, before Tribal, there wasn't anything that really stood out a ton to me. I felt like it was... The two um, saying, hey, we messed up. We know we're on the bottom, but it didn't seem like there's that much scrambling or talk there. It kind of jumped straight into tribal. Yeah, it was it was interesting because obviously it was between Brandon and Emily and just based off of everything we had seen with Emily kind of having a redemption episode. And Brandon just continuing to be just, I hate saying it, just useless. Yeah. You kind of knew that it was going to, the vote was going to go towards Brandon. Um, and he just, you know, they gave him a chance to, hey, tell us why you should stay. And he couldn't really sell himself, like any reason why he's valuable to the tribe. He just kept saying, hey, this is my dream to be on this island. Like, that's why you should keep me. You know, news flash to him, every person playing Survivor, that they're living their dream. So that doesn't really work as a reason to keep somebody. So. For sure, because everybody seemed to really like him, and I really liked him. And there for a minute, it was like, man, you know, I could see a reason to keep him. And then thinking, that just does not make sense. Um but when they all voted and Jeff only read the two votes, did you guys catch the look on Emily's face? I saw her almost look a little puzzled. She almost kind of like squinted of like, wait, that was only two. Yes. And I think I could be wrong, but I think based on what she does for a living, I think she figured out within 30 seconds of that, somebody found an advantage or a potential advantage and does not have a vote. I mean, obviously, they, they don't have a vote. So I know Brandon went home. I don't have it. It's one of those three. So I, I'm, I'm betting she figures it out, um, whether or not she figures out who it is we'll see but i don't know yeah that's a really good catch because we they all knew that brandon didn't have a vote right correct so yeah now she's just having to do some math and 
just like you said, her occupation in the real world. And I think if she would have known that, now, I I don't think she was in everybody's good enough graces long enough to make this sway, but if she would have known that, uh, what's her name? Was it Sabaya? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have a vote. There, there was potential for her to go to Caleb and say, "Look, here's why I think Brandon could stay. Why don't you keep both of us? You know, let's get out her, and then it would have been her and Caleb voting out Sabaya. But she had no idea that Sabaya didn't have a vote, so." I mean, good for Sabaya for not like letting that out to anybody. Um, and I don't know that Emily could have pulled that off, but there was potential there. Yeah. Um, I'll be interested to see if that comes up, if Emily brings that up, that, hey, there was a vote missing in the next episode. Because that's, that's a really good catch if she made a face after that. You want to go back and watch just that clip? after Jeff reads the two votes. I mean, it's a very distinct like squint and you can just see her mind start racing and then that's it. That's all you see. But her facial expressions tell, tell a lot. Yeah. There, it wasn't just a, a coincidence. It was, she, it almost looked like she looked like she figured something out of like, that's not, that doesn't seem right. Other than that, I didn't really have anything. Obviously, uh, Brandon went home. Um, I think all in all, a, a pretty good episode. But uh, did you guys have anything else? No, the, the only thing was at the beginning of the episode, I would not have thought I would have been okay with Brandon going home. I was really wanting Emily to go. And then just as the episode progressed... Like, all right, Brandon's got to be the one. I like him. I would love to hang out with that guy. He seems like just a fun dude to be around. But um, I'm wanting Emily to stay. And uh, and it worked out. Yeah. my uh, The only other thing I want to say before we jump into Survivor of the Week is uh, the teaser for next episode. We saw Jake, who we didn't really talk that much about, Saw him almost looking like he passed out over the fire. Uh, are we going to see a medical evacuation next episode or is Survivor playing games with us? Uh, I have a couple theories. Uh, I think that one, maybe he did pass out and something really bad happened to him. Hopefully that's not it. But Hopefully not because is... I, I really like Jake and I don't think we've seen enough of him yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, wait, Bello, when you're, they're kind of the middle tribe, right? So they're just kind of there right now. But my other theory with that is that maybe Jake found the beware advantage and he was burning some wax and his wax was done. So he was trying to jump in the fire and get his immunity idol out before anybody caught him. That's true. I didn't really think of that. That'll be, I hope that's the case. I hope it's not him getting hurt. And I think it'd be cool for him to have the idol. But I don't know. They sure did make it look like he full-on fell. 
excited to they they really set up next the next episode pretty nicely for sure well and it looked like drew may be getting him itself into some hot water with um uh d yeah so they're in an alliance and she catches drew digging for something so is drew going to be able to to get out of the the hot water there I, i don't know we'll see it almost seems like based on the the teaser that lulu might be taking a little bit of a back seat next week and focus a little more on reva and bello yeah i mean you but you gotta hope that lulu is gonna avoid tribal council next week because they're not gonna have a tribe to even get to the merge if they don't you guys ready uh jump into survivor of the week yeah, I uh, and as we've been talking, I've been going back and forth, but I th- I think I would have to say my survivor of the week is Drew. Um, I mean, with getting the advantage that he did, um, the way he navigated conversations on that, um, the little summit that they had, and then just how him and Austin came together. I love their relationship. Um, I I really liked Drew last week, and I, I like him even more this week. Um, I think he is, for me, he's the one playing just a step above everybody else. Yeah, for me, I honestly, after the premiere of the season, I cannot believe that I am about to say this but I have done a complete 180 on Emily. She is my survivor of the week because she avoided being voted out last week because Hannah quit. I fully believe that Emily was gone last week and kind of looked like she was going to be gone this week, but she got feedback from her tribe mates and she was receptive to it. And she started playing little bit better of a game that was a little bit easier to root for than the way she was playing before so she's my survivor of the week this week i'd be interested to see if she continues down the path of redemption that's who i was that's who i was thinking i was either between drew or emily i think she had a phenomenal episode and uh i i totally agree yeah, for me, um, as we kind of close this out, um, I my my um, Survivor of the Week was was going to be Drew, um, and I'm still saying it is Drew. Um, kind of reiterating some of the things you said, Blake. I don't want to go just say the same things. Um, so I agreed with everything you said. I did want to highlight um, Caleb as kind of like a runner-up for me. I thought he the way he took Emily in to help her kind of come out of her shell or adjust um, obviously boosted her game, but I think in the long run could be a really um, potential highlight for, um, for him, especially if he makes it far enough. I think that could be something to come, like come back on talk on. So I kind of highlight something that he did that I thought was almost made him, uh, survivor of the week for me yeah other than that i i think that's um that's gonna be it for this week so join us back next week um talk to you guys later